So uh, recently, a friend of mine um, that I graduated high school with in 1894, um, she was visiting uh, with her uh, family, um, and I took them for a ride in my car, and I guess I drove overly aggressively because she texted me and said she was kind of afraid for her life. <laughs> um, I, let's just say I've never been accused of driving too defensively. So I obviously need to grow in virtue. I always wonder what uh, those people uh, think when um, they uh, flip me the bird for my driving and they see my, my collar. I always wonder what's going through their mind. <laughs> so obviously I need to grow in some virtue when it comes to driving. Even priests aren't perfect. And so we all need Jesus Christ. We all need his saving grace. And why is that? Because God created us with free will. And so he created Adam and Eve with the possibility to love. And that meant they had also meant he had to give them the ability not to love. Not to love him back. To give them free will. And so he created them good in his own image and likeness and set them in the Garden uh, of Eden. Um, but they did. They chose uh, to eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And so before they were innocent of what evil was or how to do evil acts, but now they had knowledge of it. And so there was no turning back. Sin entered the world. But even right at the beginning, Genesis says in Genesis chapter 3, like eight verses after the first sin, after the fall of Adam and Eve, God promises he's going to send someone uh, who is born of a woman. And both of them will be completely separated from Satan. Obviously, the, the one born that's separated from Satan is Jesus. And the woman who is completely separated from Satan is Mary. We believe as Catholics that Mary was immaculately conceived, that she was born uh, without sin. Now you can say, well, I mean, again, everyone sins. Father, you even sin. Well, yeah, I do. Um, but uh, even today's first reading, you know, uh, from St. Paul's letter to the Romans, it says, All have sinned and deprived of the glory of God. And so, when I've been talking to Protestants before, they bring up this verse and they're like, All have sinned. You know, even, uh, so shouldn't that mean that Mary has sinned? How is Mary not part of the all? I said, Well, what do you consider, you know, do you think that babies have sinned? Um, in the Catholic Church, we believe that um, that when you reach the age of reason, which is usually about the age of seven or so, you can reason like, oh, this is a good thing and this is a bad thing to do. I know that you, those of you who have younger siblings, they become annoying way before the age of seven. But uh, there's a difference between annoying and sin. Not, sometimes they're, they're part of the same thing, but not always. And so, there are people, babies, younger people, you could play, probably say people who are, maybe have dementia, or maybe you could even say like uh, people who maybe have Down syndrome. Like these people don't sin. Uh, 
like you have for things to be um, a serious sin at least you have to it has to be serious um, you have to know that it is you have to freely choose to do it and so there are lots of people who don't sin and so yes see Paul is, uh, does say all have sinned and are to the glory of God but there are some people who have not sinned and Mary was preserved from the very moment of her conception uh, from sin but it does mean that the rest of us, and even Mary too, Mary needed Jesus uh, as her Savior. It's just the graces of the cross were applied to him ahead, applied to her ahead of time. Whereas we, uh, God willing, uh, if we make it to heaven, you know, those graces will be applied to us perfectly. But until then, those graces are applied to us imperfectly. And so we do. We need a Savior. And again, God promised to send someone who could save us. And so we are sinful, fallen human beings. Now we are made in the image and likeness of God. And the image still remains. We still have a rational soul. We still have free will. Just as God does. But that some of that likeness has been lost. Now we still are essentially good. So, I don't know, um, I mean, I have to admit, I don't always do this, um, but you should be able to get up in the morning and look at the mirror and say, dang, I am good. Like, God created me good, right? Because we, we are, we are created good. We are essentially good. Yes, we do bad things, but we are essentially good. God doesn't create bad things. God creates only good things. We corrupt them. But he creates them good. And so yes, God has sent Jesus Christ to redeem us. And so we are called uh, to grow in a holiness. And now, yes, we are called to desire heaven, uh, to desire to be holy. But we do that within the context of a relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, sometimes we can get so caught up in desiring heaven that we forget that we are loved and saved by Jesus Christ. Sometimes it feels like we have to earn salvation, that, you know, we keep salvation as a goal. And it's good to, re to think of eternity, right? Because that's the ultimate goal, right? Not, you know, necessarily, um, you know... Um, you know, making, I don't know, a million dollars or whatever. But our number one goal should be heaven. But at the same time, we do that within the context of our relationship with Jesus Christ. Why? Because we can be so focused on heaven that we think we can earn heaven. That we have to do all these, you know, even holy things to get there. Well, if we focus on that, we'll miss the real thing, which is the relationship with Jesus Christ. We need to focus on a relationship with Jesus Christ. We need to focus on the grace that He extends to us, the forgiveness and mercy that He wants to give us. And it's within that context of that relationship, that holiness, that getting to heaven becomes possible. But sometimes we can go so caught up in the goal that we feel like we can earn heaven on our own. I've said this before, but I would say in some ways the, 
No, I don't know, the drug addict who's just getting out of drugs is trying to um, use uh, this newfound relationship he has with Jesus Christ to change his life. In some ways, he is closer to heaven than maybe someone who's grown up in a good family is naturally good, but is just lukewarm about his relationship with Jesus Christ. I would say in some ways, the drug addict is closer to heaven than the lukewarm who is maybe naturally good, or however you say that, because of his upbringing. We cannot earn heaven. We cannot earn holiness. We have to work on a relationship with Jesus Christ first. In some ways, we have to do, uh, in some ways, the opposite of doing. Like, in some ways, what we have to do is become more receptive. We don't have to do a whole lot of things. We're, we're human beings, not human doings. And so, how do we become more receptive to God's love? In some ways, we don't have to do anything. We just have to, like, be more receptive. The more receptive we become to God's love, the closer we are, we draw closer to Jesus Christ. And then out of that, we become more holy. Out of that, we get closer to heaven. So instead of focusing just on heaven, instead of focusing just on holiness, focus on your relationship with Jesus Christ. So spend time in prayer. You know, uh, what do the saints say? And I think I said Sunday. So prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Right? Draw close to Jesus Christ through those things, especially prayer. Desire that, desire that close relationship with Jesus Christ. And all the other good things will come with it. Holiness, heaven. So allow yourselves to be loved by Jesus Christ. Pride, many other things get in the way. All we have to do is say yes, right? Our Blessed Mother, her fiat, yes to God's plan of receiving Jesus in a womb. Will we say yes to having Jesus in our soul? Mary didn't have to do much of anything in some ways, right? The Holy Spirit did a lot of the work, right? Uh, for Jesus to be uh, incarnated in her womb, right? Mary didn't have to do a whole lot in some ways. And so may we be like Mary. May we be receptive, open our hearts, open our souls to the love of God, to the presence of Jesus Christ. And out of that love, out of that relationship with Jesus Christ, we become holy. We get closer to heaven.